0: Hey, real quick, Browns fans, before we kick off the show, I just want to wish you all a happy new year. The holidays are a wonderful time, but I know they can also be a difficult time for many. If you're feeling down or you just need a mental, emotional, or even spiritual boost, talk therapy could be just what you need. I recommend today's sponsor, BetterHelp, because you don't need to schedule an appointment and go sit in someone's office. BetterHelp lets you coordinate therapy sessions on your time, and you can do them in ways that's comfortable for you. Face chat, voice call, or even just a text message conversation with your therapist. Start the new year right. Head to betterhelp.com dogs and get 10% off your first month. Like I said, if you feel yourself struggling right now, that's totally normal. We deal with a lot of anxiety in my house. And sometimes you just need a professional to talk to. But you deserve to feel better. So why not try BetterHelp? Get 10% off your first month. Give it a try for a month. And if it's not for you, just cancel. No harm, no foul. But if it is for you, it could completely change your life. You'll never know till you try and you deserve to be happy. So invest in yourself today at betterhelp.com dogs. Yo, Dog Pack, it is Kenny Mac,
1: and we are in the playoffs. And not only are we in the playoffs, we are sitting starters and resting up for the wild card weekend. So don't fuck around and miss out on the Dogs podcast. So let's kick this off, because Super Joe said so. Let's go, baby. Oh, 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 oh.
2: Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts Blake Rennaker, Justin Charles, John Nye, and Josh All. What's up, Browns fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Dogs Podcast. Bringing you a virtual episode tonight. I got a brand new background that I was excited to show off for you guys, and we can uh, get unfortunately with this. There it is. Dope,
3: well, yeah. oh, That's so dope.
2: It, it, it was last minute. Uh, so I just, oh yeah, because this could be so, uh, I didn't realize the, the square is going to be so small. Either way, it's the crying Jordan meme inside a Bagel's helmet, which I thought was fitting for this Meaningless matchup because we (laughs) locked up a playoff spot and they're eliminated. Uh, But despite that, this being a meaningless football game, we're going to talk about it, give you our thoughts on it. I'm just going to talk, do some injury updates uh, for some of the guys on the team. Uh, We're going to say hi, to Josh's dog that just walked by, and then (laughs) and then dogs. uh, Maybe talk on uh, Pro Bowl players for the Browns uh, who made it, who might have got snubbed. So we're going to get into a little bit of everything today, though. While we're letting the chat fill up. Uh, remember, if you want to get your voicemails on the show, head to the dogspodcast.com, tap leave voicemail. Uh, while you're there, you can also check out the merch shop. We got uh, some flack around and find out t-shirts. We got some whatever it takes t-shirts. Uh, a lot of people have been liking some of the stuff we've been putting out lately. We're like, uh, we're we're going to turn into a t-shirt company. <laughs> so if you, if you like the shirts we've been putting out, you want to get yourself one, uh, you can find the merch shop at, at the website also. Uh, if you want to find us on the socials, we got Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and then, uh, Facebook. The Facebook like blew up this week. I keep getting notifications. It's kind of annoying. So if you do go follow us on Facebook, just don't comment or anything. Because <laughs> well, uh, what? I just turn off. <laughs> yeah. Cause my phone keeps blowing up. I don't, I've thought about turning them off, but I don't want to. Cause what if I get like the one that I need to reply to? So it's just, it's really taking up a lot of my time though. if I'm being honest, <laughs> uh, you can also find us on uh, Instagram. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, please like, and subscribe, make sure you tap the notification bell so you don't miss any of the new content we're putting out. We're approaching, uh, the playoffs, you don't want to miss anything that we're putting out covering any of these playoff games. It's going to be good stuff. Hopefully, we got you know about five more games to go. So, uh, hopefully, five more really good episodes coming out in the next uh, month or so. Uh, lastly, if you're looking for more dogs content, head to jointhedogs.com, become an official dog pack member. Uh, you can get access to the private Discord, play fantasy football with us. If you follow us on anything of the socials, you saw we gave out uh, some custom – uh, championship t-shirts to all the winners we also have to do um, like a tournament of champions giveaway we had to add up everybody's scores since the sleeper app doesn't do it so we haven't if you're in the dog pack we haven't forgot about the tourney champ stuff we just got to take a little bit of extra time because we got to go through Mary and add up all the scores uh, you also get an extra episode every week um, it's just a good time we gave out three or four dog pack of the month t-shirts this month because we forgot the last couple months and uh they were on us about it uh so we're giving, we're giving away lots of stuff in there you get access to that private discord which everybody likes so if you want to hang out with the dogs more you want to be browns fans from all over uh help me get through a slow off season you know in a month or so uh the dog packs where you want to be so head to join the dogs.com become an official dog pack member uh, so like I said in the opening, you can get voicemails on the show if you're new to the program, and uh you can get your thoughts on the show. And we got a couple of voicemails we want to get to today. I've I've been hearing all day about this epic voicemail, and I'm I'm excited to hear it for the first time.
0: Okay, we're ready for this epic voicemail from Brad. Yes. You yes. already know, brother. All right, here we go.
4: Can you smell what the Browns are cooking? <laughs> Do you guys feel that? Do you hear it? I hear it coming. It's coming right now, man. You hear it? You hear it? It's January Joe, baby. January Joe is here to show everybody up. Let's go. Yeah. Are we going to the playoffs? What? Are we going to win a playoff game? I think so. What? Do we got the fifth starting quarterback starting this Sunday? What? Are you guys pumped for the playoffs? Are you pumped just to be relaxed this Sunday? Not even care what happens in this game? It'd be awesome to get a win, obviously. But you know what? We got this, boys. Because guess what? His name was Kevin Stefanski, boys. Coach of the year. Let's go kick this thing off Woo!
2: <laughs> holy shit <laughs> so if totally you want to get you your voicemails on the show that's the energy you have to match that's, that's what we're it expecting from everybody uh when you leave a leave a voicemail on this show brad never disappoints never we're all jacked up now uh never been so pumped for a meaningless football game in my life <laughs> <laughs> uh no I, i'm so excited to watch this game just super chill this weekend uh i've already like made plans to to play some video games and watch it at the same time like that's how chill i am for this weekend so if we do um if we do like a reaction episode to this game i'm going to be very scarce possibly on my knowledge i'm like yeah i think we ran it and we threw it a couple times and that'll be because I'm going to catch a couple dubs. Uh, <laughs> I'm just so excited just to not be stressed on Sunday, just to be nice and chill. Watch us, hopefully, if our, if our fifth quarterback can beat the Bengals, all the power to us. Uh, <laughs> Twelve and five definitely has a nice ring to it, uh, but it, I don't. I could care less if we win or lose this game. All I care about is the next week. Um, so. I, I can't wait. I can't wait to be chill. And then as soon as this game's done and its playoff week, I'll be in a nervous wreck again for the next six days. Yep, pretty much. Um, So we want to do, uh, before we get into some stuff, we want to kind of talk about what, injuries? Or did you want to address yeah. that? Let's do the injuries real quick. Um, I guess we'll start with the good news.
0: It was cool to see that Oboe Caronqua was back at practice this week. I mean, I, I wouldn't be expecting him to play in this game. I heard he was trending like in the right direction. Yeah. To play, you mean?
2: Yeah. I don't I don't know if, the, I mean, unless I misread, like I read it wrong, I took it the wrong way, but I thought I heard Kevin say he was trending the right direction. So I don't know if he's going to play this week or not, if, or if they want to get him, if he can, get him some snaps, kind of get him back in game speed a little bit before the playoffs. But how crazy, we thought I mean, this dude was done. Yeah.
0: yeah I thought the peck injury was going to put him on IR, probably put him out for the season. I mean, that, that was kind of the sentiment whenever it first happened was, well, we just lost another one. And here, he, I mean, he's been adamant since he was injured. Like, I'm coming back. I'm coming back with my team, my brothers. I'm coming back for the playoff run. I'm
2: going to be there. And damn, he's going to be there. It's a, it's a huge get, too, because I we're going to go as far in this playoffs as, as the defensive line takes us. I mean, uh, the offense has been obviously much better, like the last month, much more explosive. But I still expect us to get two turnovers. I still expect the other team to get seven to 14 points off turnovers. Um, so that doesn't leave much room for error on the defensive side of the ball. You know what I mean? Because if if the defense only gives up two two scores, there's a chance that our other team scored 28 if we throw two pick sixes or something or fumble the ball inside our own 10. So um, – there's, not, there's little room for error with the defense, at least with our turnover history thus far in the season. And I just don't know if it's realistic to expect that to change all of a sudden because it's playoff time. All the teams we're playing are going to be better, and it's going to be more intense, and all of a sudden we're going to quit turning it over. I just don't know if that's realistic. Uh, so any any fresh bodies, any guys that we have that we can rotate in and keep you guys fresh on the defensive line to pressure the quarterback because um, Jacksonville, Houston, and the Colts, those are all good offenses. Yeah, I mean I mean the Colts the Colts made our our defense look not good when we played them in Indy. Uh and we're not gonna be playing Case Keenum or Davis Mills if we play the Texans. Uh and obviously the Jaguars have they got studs everywhere. Travis Etienne's a stud. Uh they got good players everywhere. So we're gonna face in the first round one of three good offenses. And so the more guys we can have on the defense healthy and good to go, the better.
0: Yeah, well unfortunately we just put another guy on IR today, so Anthony Walker Jr. missed the last 3 games and now he's on IR so he's going to miss the next 4. I mean we've been getting by, I guess, okay, but uh, he's he's we talk about it all the time like he is the foundation behind that defensive front to the run defense. Yeah. Sucks. I think it's a
3: big loss. It's a really uh, the last I saw was Let's say we go Super Bowl, he'd be eligible to come back for the Super Bowl. So, can't wait to see him uh, out there in Vegas. That's going to be very exciting to see him back there. But uh, it's 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 tough. He's a guy that I want there every time, especially for what you said, Josh, with the run defense. He's kind of like the general out there. He just gets everybody organized. Um, and you kind of feel for him because, you know, with his time with the Browns, he's had a lot of trouble staying healthy. But when he's out there, he makes a huge impact. So, I just tough loss for another tough loss the defense yeah totally agree
2: listen the the way you said he'd be elves would come back if we made it to the super bowl the way this season has gone and the way our like medical team and doctors will we'll make we'll we'll make it to the super bowl i think we're gonna get anthony walker back and two days before the game they'll say he, he needs his leg amputated <laughs> don't say that <laughs> don't say that <laughs> jesus that's <laughs> the way that's just I heard this guy was trending in the right direction. Like, we thought, oh, maybe we'd see him last week or something like that. And then all of a sudden, it's IR. It, how many times is it going to happen? I listen, I know like injuries and stuff happen, but I feel like I said this two years ago. The Browns got to reevaluate what they're doing in terms of, uh, medical stuff and like sports science and medical science in terms of how they're training their bodies, how they're rehabbing injuries because this is crazy. And, and like the amount of soft tissue injuries we get to it's um, I think it was uh, John Johnson a couple of years ago talked about how like we needed to up our game in terms of what we're doing. Like there's other things out there that teams are doing to help keep guys bodies fresh and I don't know. We just seem to have this problem. Now, today, this year it's to the extreme, you know, with the amount of injuries. But man, like we we've had this problem the last couple of years, soft tissue injury after soft tissue injury. It's like, what is going on? Or what are we doing to take care of our bodies to rehab anything? And I know freak accidents happen, injuries are going to happen in a contact sport, but man, it's kind of it's ridiculous. I feel like you got you gotta look everywhere for any kind of solution. No stone unturned.
0: Yep. That's honestly one thing I'd like to deep dive in the off season. You know, a topic is kind of looking at the deeper, I don't know, stats information behind all these injuries, because it, it is crazy. And I'm hoping it's a fluke year and and we don't see anything like this ever again, but God forbid it repeat. I mean, I don't know how many seasons we can go 11 or potentially 12 wins suffering these many injuries.
2: No, you can't bank on a season like this every year. You're, you're not going to have 26% of your team on IR and win 11 games, potentially 12 games every year. Like It's just um, it's not sustainable, especially as you're going to have roster turnover. There's going to be different pieces, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to see, to go compare other teams that had lower injuries and compare what they're doing in terms of what the Browns are doing, um, see if there's anything we could take away. I don't know. I, I would be out there. I'd be talking to everyone. I'd be talking to yoga instructors. I'd be any, like I said, no stone unturned. We'd be trying everything uh, to, to get guys' bodies to a place where we're not going to be the walking wounded. Yeah,
0: <laughs> absolutely. All right, so we're just going to take like a quick one-minute break. When we get done with this read, we're going to talk about the preview for the Bengals game, obviously the season finale for the Browns this year, and we'll talk a little Pro Bowl stuff. So just give us one minute. Before we move on, Browns fans in Ohio, if you have not yet signed up for Caesar Sportsbook, now is the perfect time to do so ahead of the NFL playoffs. New customers will get their first bet on Caesars up to one thousand dollars when signing up with our promo code Dogs one thousand. That's Dogs D A W G S one zero zero zero, all one word. That means if your first bet loses, you get your full wager returned as a bonus bet up to one. Caesars offers daily profit boosts as well as Caesars Rewards credits on every wager, which can be redeemed for bonuses, sports tickets, and other VIP experiences. So sign up with our code DOGS1000, get your first bet covered, and get access to Caesars Rewards. If you're ready to join Caesars Sportsbook, go download the app right now, register with our promo code DOGS1000, make sure your first bet is covered. This offer is only available for new customers who are 21 and older and physically present in Ohio. Please gamble responsibly. If you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call one 800 Gambler, check the episode description for the full terms of the offer to see if you can qualify. Okay, so let's preview that Bengals matchup.
2: Yeah, obviously, uh, not a lot on the line for us, except for bragging rights. It would be nice uh to keep the Bengals from winning a single game in the division <laughs> uh, this year. That would be let's say to me, that's kind of what I'd be hanging my hat on, especially. Has there been a more insufferable fan base the last two seasons than Bengals fans? Like you would think, because they lost in a Super Bowl, that uh, they were the Patriots, the 2000s and 2010s Patriots. I mean, it is. I've never seen people just hang their hat on second place so much. Like, it, <laughs> and I've also gone my entire life living in Ohio, been all over Ohio. I've never met a Bengals fan in person. (laughs) Well, and and, and all of a sudden, and all of a sudden they have two years of success and you can't, they're on every corner of the internet talking about their second place uh, finish two years ago. It's, it's crazy. Nothing would be better than to just shut them out of the division for the year.
0: The best thing is they came into the season with most people projecting them to be the division winners. And, could potentially come out of the season not winning a single division game. And I just keep saying all week how crazy it is. You know, Blake, Justin, we were up at the game week one and how geared up and pumped we were for the Deshaun Watson, Joe Burrow matchup, the Browns, Bengals. Let's go out there and we just dominated them just the whole game. And here we yeah. are mm-hmm. at the tail end of the season and it's Jeff Driscoll v. Jake Browning. <laughs> <But> nobody <laughs> and I- predicted that.
3: And all I heard after that Bengals game was, well, Joe Burrow's got a calf injury. He's not 100%. And then it was almost like Bengals fans kind of disappeared this year. I actually haven't <laughs> I ran into why. one. I haven't ran into one since uh, Joe Burrow got hurt. I don't know. I don't know where they went. It's like they all went on vacation. It's yeah. like they left, they left Ohio for the rest of the year. I don't know.
5: No. Uh, Cincinnati is out of Ohio.
3: This no, is no, Kentucky. Yes, Northern Kentucky. It's yeah, it's
5: Northern Kentucky. Exactly. Now, they're not real fans. I love making fun of Bengals fans. <laughs> and it's funny that you brought up the Patriots earlier cuz I feel like everybody living in Cincinnati was just rooting for the Patriots before they got Joe Burrow.
2: <laughs> but it's just I've never seen the fan base and they're so uh they're just like so insecure. You can't say one single thing and all of a sudden you got like 10 of them jumping on you about how they they they've done so much more in the division blah 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 and I'm just like chop <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't done. You haven't done anything. I'm not saying we've done something, but let's not pretend like the Bengals have been this model organization my entire life. For just about most of my life, they've been just as big of a dumpster fire as Cleveland. What? Because with Andy Dalton, you won a couple of times. You were just on a 30-year playoff drought. My or uh, playoff win drought. My favorite part is when the Bengals fans really try to talk about just how awesome of an organization they are as they practice in their inflatable practice facility under the highway, uh, and that Kroger has to buy tickets for them so there's uh, games are blacked out on TV is gl- two years ago you were coming off of a 30 year playoff wind drought but, mm-hmm. so how, mu- how much success have you really had 30 years without a playoff win again we've sucked too you're not going to find a show where we haven't said that we haven't also been dumpster fire our whole life but we're not out here talking about how much success we've had Like, <laughs> well congratulations you finished in second place one time in my life good job keep it up uh, but we, we talked about beginning of the season. This game could potentially be, we thought it was going to have a huge AFC, AFC North implications. Um, Brown's held up there into the bargain. Bengals, unfortunately did not in the other, in the other matchup. It is, there's a chance, there's a chance that the Bengals could have, you know, won some games this year that this would be a huge week for the AFC North. Cause if the Steelers win. in and they get uh, uh, like a Bills or a Jags loss, they're in the playoffs. We'll have three of the four teams in. So um, this week, though, uh, I, I don't even know what you're going to get because in theory, I would expect them to kind of come out and, and beat us pretty good. But what kind of edge are they going to be playing with? You know, like they they interviewed Jamar Chase, and he talked about how we're not playing our starters, so there's not really even any bragging rights on the line. It's it's not the same as playing us at you know, full strength and when it means something. So I, I just don't know what to expect. I'm just hoping no injuries in this game, especially on our side. I mean, I don't want anybody on the Bengals to get hurt either, uh, but I just don't want anybody who is a contributing member to this team to suffer any kind of significant injury this week. Because even though I th- we're going to rest tons of starters, there's still going to be key role players that have to play. You can't sit – 35 guys. You know, like yeah. you don't have enough people on your team. So, um that and I'm I am looking forward to watching some guys play more minutes and get more reps that don't usually get to play. Like a Tillman is probably going to be, you know, like a wide receiver one this week. Um yes. looking forward to see what he can do with that role. I mean, it'll be hard to tell. I don't know what you're going to get out of Driscoll. Um but I'm looking forward to that. I would I would give Straw a ton of carries as long as he's healthy enough. I don't know if he's injured, but let's see, like let's get this guy going a little bit, holding on to the ball because he's looking explosive at times when he touches the ball. Um Alex Wright. I'm looking forward to watching Alex Wright like play a decent amount on defense because he's been playing well last month. Uh so I, there is some things I'm looking forward to in watching. Oh, it's almost like a preseason game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It really is. I thought that it was interesting. Couple just a couple notes on this game, because like you said. Not a whole lot here, really, but the Browns, I mean, if this is wrong, somebody correct me, but I, I saw this posted. They're the first team in NFL history to make the playoffs while using four different starting quarterbacks in the same season. True. We're the first team in 35 years to start five different quarterbacks in the same season. I was gonna say a fifth quarterback's coming up this weekend because they are starting Driscoll, so, so it'll be five. So at we'll the definitely end of the year. be the first team in history to make the playoffs starting five guys. I mean, it's correct. it's insane. It'd be nice if he won. That'd It'd be great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was that sort of up a minute ago. Like, how cool would it be if
5: we just trot out our fifth quarterback of the year and we get a win? That would be super awesome. It's honestly the only thing, really, that I even like. The only factor in the game that kind of makes me want to win it, aside from uh, I just want to win because I do. But it, it is more or less a meaningless game. But that that's just a cool stat. It would be really cool to get a win with a fifth quarterback. I think.
2: I. I don't know too, like there's starters I think are going to play, but is it going to be like a couple of years ago where like Nick Chubb technically started, we got like nine carries and he didn't really play much when, you know, the game didn't mean anything for us. So like Jamar Chase is going to play, but is he, he's going to start, but are they going to play him 10 snaps and then he's not going to play it? You know what I mean? like, why would you re- if you're the Bengals, you're not risking an ACL tear to Jamar Chase, the last game of meaningless you know what I mean? Right. So I have a feeling like by like second quarter, this could just be a whole lot of backups playing each other. Um and yeah. it, it really it's just a crap shoot whose backups can outplay who. Um you would think maybe ours because they've had more meaningful snaps this year because of all the injuries we've had. So we'll see. Uh I think it'd be cool. I'd like to I'm watching I want D Bell to get a pick. Um, maybe take it to like do something with it, not have to fall down. Uh, some other. there's some things like I've, I've, like I said, like a preseason game, there's some things I've picked out that I'm watching for to kind of give myself like so some more incentive to uh, want to watch the game.
3: I, uh, I agree with you as far as what you're talking about with the star players for them. They already said T Higgins is probably doubtful. So you're probably not going to see T Higgins. Um, if you think about it though, uh, the big guys, let's say Chase. I mean, Boyd, he's he's on the last year of a contract, but he probably I don't know if he's playing Mixon, I don't know how much they're gonna play him because it doesn't this game really doesn't mean anything. But I do think that it is a pretty cool story for them as far as what Jake Browning has really done. Cause if I don't know how you guys felt. Burrow went down. And I'm like, man, they're they're in the running for a very, very high pick in the draft, because I thought that their season was gonna be complete dumpster fire. And that kid came out and kind of balled out a little bit for them. So it is it is pretty cool on that end that he was able to step in. I mean, look what our, our backup quarterbacks have done. Same kind of situation, um, but uh, you're right. It, the game really doesn't mean anything. As far as our starters, I know guys have to play, but like for me, I'm like, if you're a first string, second string, I don't want you out there. I don't want to risk losing you for not only this year, but also you know potentially into next year. Over a game that's completely meaningless, that doesn't it doesn't do anything for us other than us as fans go and it, and the team also. But oh, we got twelve wins instead of eleven. It's been a great successful year. It doesn't matter at this point, you know. One more win, it doesn't do anything for seeding for us. You know, we're playing the AFC uh, South
2: champ. That's what it comes down to. Um, speaking about Jake Browning, uh, definitely been impressed with him. Is he playing yeah. for a chance like? I don't know what kind of contract he's on, but I do another chance to put something on tape to possibly go to a quarterback needy team next year. Like I don't it's know, Is he done enough? So done enough to to warrant that kind of attention from these one of these teams that needs a quarterback.
3: So they talked about this. I was listening to it on uh, one of the ESPN uh, morning shows on the way up. Jake Browning, there's something in his contract for next year that he is stuck with Cincinnati on a league minimum deal. So he's going to make like $250,000 and he's going to be the backup quarterback all year for them. Regardless of what happens this year, I agree. He's played his ass off. I think that he could at least go and be in the mix to go and play for some of these. I mean, look what Minnesota's going through right now. Where they're just rotating quarterbacks or even you look at like a Washington where we love Jacoby, but like, nobody can stay on the field, you know, whether it's through injury or poor performance or what, but yeah, Jake Browning is locked into that contract with Cincinnati. He will be in Cincinnati year.
2: Okay. So, and in, in he's like, Minnesota will have Kirk coming back. Uh, you would think, think so. Washington, as long as they sign him, Washington will probably draft a quarterback. If I had You'd to think guess. So. Um, so, but no, I think, yeah, it, it's hard to tell. What you, Cause he's obviously been kind of like a, a bounce around the league kind of guy, Jake Browning. And then he comes here and he's had some success and it's like, well, is he having success because he's good now, or is it because they're literally loaded at wide receiver? Yeah. Um, but again, I don't like fault quarterbacks just because they have good weapons. Most of the good quarterbacks do have good weapons. If, if there's a team out there with a bunch of scrubs at wide receiver, their quarterback probably doesn't have very impressive numbers. Uh, I mean, look at Pat Mahomes this year. He's having statistically his worst season ever. Do we think all of a sudden Pat Mahomes isn't good at football? No, is receivers just are terrible. They just it's drop the it's ball impossible for any quarterback to put up gaudy great numbers when you don't have guys to throw the ball to. They drop thirty percent of their passes or whatever. Like um so it, it, it's it's tough to tell. I think uh and here's the thing I don't I'm not wishing injury on anybody, but if he's six or if he's in Cincinnati next year, Joe Burrow's kinda got an injury history now. He might get a couple more games next year, a chance to shot again and then uh and go out and, and do something. And if a team wants them bad enough, the, the the Bengals will trade them, I would imagine. I mean, if, if they can get – if you can get a third or fourth round pick for your backup quarterback, I mean, we just saw Adrian Berry take a fifth for his. You know what I mean? So I think if we put something else, good out on tape, teams will call about him 100%. Yep. Um. So I, I, I don't know – You said Joe Mixon. He's sitting in 923 yards. I don't know if he's got any contract incentives, You know, he gets to 1,000 and that kind of thing. So, basically, those are the kind of things you got to look out for today uh, or this week. Well, that – and honestly, I mean,
0: tell me if if you guys agree with this thought. I feel like we've seen the last of the Cincinnati Bengals as we've known them the last few years. Oh, for sure. I don't think we're going to see that. I think Joe Mixon's done next year. For sure. T. Higgins yep. is not on this team next year. It'll be, you know, Burrow and Chase. I don't really know defensively as far as like their top players, kind of what DJ play. Reader, DJ Reader's probably out. Okay, for them, he's
3: on the last year of his contract. Okay,
2: They're like yeah. how much, how much money are they going to pony up? Because the Browns have been able to manipulate the cap and do some stuff because Jimmy Haslam's crazy rich and he's willing to put a bunch of cash up. Did you hear what Charlie owner- said? what do you say?
0: They ask him something about um, being here next year. Is T. Higgins going to be here? And he said, depends on how much money I take.
2: <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. sounds like a
3: very Jamar Chase answer.
2: I'm so glad we have that. Here's the thing too, is I don't get like, I, I, I watch things about the Browns locker room and it's so tight. And that's, and that's why we were able to keep winning through all the adversity this year. To, Joe Burrow's a good dude, but there seems to be a lot of like me guys. On the Bengals, especially especially i mean jamar chase kind of a me guy oh yeah and i guess like wide receivers that's kind of the norm we're kind of lucky with amari cooper um but yeah i just who would say that like that's, that's supposed to be your teammate that's supposed to be your guy you're supposed to want to have yeah. success you're, I, you're supposed to want him to get his bag too and you're going to say something like i don't know that to me like if i was to Higgins, i'd be like i can't wait to get that out of here
3: i thought it was Maybe, funny uh number one I thought it was funny last week. He was just talking big shit all week about the chiefs and everything. And he's just chirping shit, about, um. chirping, well, yeah, but just chirping about uh Sneed and like just the players. And like, I know they have a rivalry and everything, but they, they asked one of the coaches on the sideline. They were like, Hey, you know, like what's going on with Jamar? Is he going to play? And then he's like, he, I sure as hell hope so. With the way he's talking all week, he better be out there because he's <laughs> getting everybody fired up. Um, just something with, uh, like you said, about the contracts and stuff like that. Joe Mixon technically has one more year on his contract, but they asked him for a pay cut, to take a pay cut this year. And I'm guessing if they want him back, they would do it again. But they got Chase Brown on just waiting in the wings. I think that that's probably good, their yeah. guy. I think he looks terrific. He looks like he's going to be very, very, that's just fitting, you know, like another really, really great running back for you to roll back up. But Um, Tyler Boyd's probably gone. And then I I heard that they probably will franchise tag um, T. Higgins, but then he's just not going to sign it. They'll probably do some kind of sign and trade, something like that. But I I could see him going to like a Kansas City or like a wide receiver needy team that needs a number one.
2: He's going to get paid. They're going to – somebody's going to want to throw a ton of money at him. For sure. Like you said, like Kansas City needs a receiver. Like I need water. and uh, And – there, he's gonna get he's gonna get a a boatload of money. The problem is he doesn't play a ton of games. I think I saw a stat where he's played he's only played like sixty five seventy percent of the games or something in Cincinnati. I don't know. If, I I might be a little off. So if you're a Bengals fan, don't like crucify me in the comments. I just happen to see that in passing. It was sixty three point eight percent. You idiot, dumb. Yeah, I'm just kidding. That's a, I just made that number up.
3: Just but that's the kind of response you would probably get from them. Right, all five of them. Oh, so,
2: yeah. There's there's not a ton to talk about with the matchup with the Bagels game. I did. We just kind of, we almost sound like the Bagels podcast the last five minutes. Uh, you got their logo uh, in the about, background. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so I do, I kind of want to like bring it back into the to the Browns a little bit. There, like I said, just get out of this game with no injuries. Uh, you know, keep the bodies fresh. And, and then let's just get into to the playoff game. I did want to talk about um, uh, Pro Bowl stuff. This episode
0: is brought to you by Omaha Steaks. Browns fans, I hope you guys all had a great Christmas, a happy new year. Everybody stayed safe and most importantly, well fed. Start the new year off with a bang of big savings during the Omaha Steaks end of season event. That's right. This sales event, the 50% off site-wide is still going on as we head into the new year. 2024, that's 50% off incredible steaks. Sink your teeth into the memorable butcher's cut top sirloin. That's honestly my favorite. That's the one I got for all of my family members for Christmas. And I've got stocked up in my freezer right now to get ready for the year ahead. Just go to omahastakes.com. Take advantage of the 50% off site-wide event still going on and when you use our promo code DOGS, D A W G S when you check out, you get an extra $30 off your order. Let's fight the winter blues and celebrate the Browns playoff push with delicious and satisfying meals from Omaha Steaks. They've got the, you know, perfectly aged, the the tender, juicy steaks, burgers, decadent desserts, classic comfort meals, they're ready Instantly, seafood, brats, jumbo franks, everything. They've got so much to offer. Now, for a limited time moving into the new year, they're going to extend the 50% off site-wide sale. Plus, like I said before, you get an extra 30 bucks off when you use our code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, at checkout. And every purchase is backed by Omaha Steaks' unconditional money-back guarantee. So let's go, Browns fans. We're in the playoffs. Let's continue to start the new year off the right way. Warm up your winter with tender steaks and hearty home-cooked Favorites from Omaha Steaks. Fifty percent off site wide. Promo code: Dogs. When you check out, get that extra thirty dollars off your order. Happy New Year, guys, and let's enjoy this playoff run. Minimum purchase may apply.
2: You know, Pro kind of a joke anymore, but it is like nice recognition for the players that go out there and they work hard. Browns had what? Batonio, Cooper, um Garrett. Yep. Miles Garrett and who was the fifth? And I joke. forget. And Injoku, well yes. deserved. Njoku getting it, yes. getting the bed. Um, and then we had reserves in, in Jok and, and uh, in Teller. You got them written down. Yeah, I don't JOK, have Jok,
0: Delpit, Teller, Posick, Hopkins, and Bajorquez. Yeah, we so made I, the argument all week that uh, Hopkins should have been on the active Pro Bowl list. Here,
2: yes, this is what's crazy. This is. Fans should not have any kind of vote in this. And, and the leagues are giving fans voting and stuff to, to make them feel involved so they can try to prop this up and make it better. But it doesn't matter what you do. The Bowl is always going to suck. Um there's no way Justin Tucker should have been in over Dustin Hopkins. Like, again, Justin Tucker's going to probably go down as the best kicker ever, and he's great. But Dustin Hopkins is having a better season than him this year. Dustin Hopkins should 100% have been in there. I don't know enough about hunting statistics, uh, and I don't know enough about the other punters in the league, but I definitely thought Corey should have been a pro Bowl. I was, this dude has been an asset for the Browns. He's a 72-yard putt. I mean, his – He's gotta be top of the league in terms of net average and, and stuff like that. So those were two names I definitely was surprised to see. At least they were alternates. To then the guys that are hundred percent snubbed, how's Martin Emerson yeah. and uh Stop. not not on there? Yeah, that's tough. That's Amazing. the craziest. Go ahead, Jim. He's number one in the league in what uh passer rating against him. He's giving them no touchdowns. How how is that guy not even an alternate? That's that is it's, crazy.
5: It's, it's insane. It's it just goes back to the typical disrespect
3: for the Browns. I, I think a big part of it is is this is kind of like a popularity contest. Like you have like your All Pros and stuff like that, where it's like, or even like the NFL Top 100, where like the players and stuff like that are really chime Like this is just like you're asking average fans that maybe don't follow everything, every pro team, every player. You're just going, "Well, who do you think the best kicker is?" Well, obviously it'll be Justin Tucker. Oh. Who do you think the cornerback should be? Oh, Ramsey. Okay, well, yeah, he's really good too. That's all this is. This is just like the guys that are have high ratings in Madden. They're getting oh, they're going to the Pro Bowl because this is it's what out. it's a popularity contest. Exactly, man. This is that's all this is. I, I do feel bad for Emerson because he's a kid. We got to talk to him at camp, and he was like the first guy where we kind of like joked with him, and we were like, "Hey, so what's up with this defense? Like, is this defense for real?" And he's like, "This defense is." He was the guy that told us, like, this is going to be him and Delpit. They're like, they, they this defense is very, very for real. It's not like a, it's this isn't like just the paper roster thing. This is where we got some swag, and we saw that up there. And he's a nice kid. You know what I mean? He, you saw it last year. He played his ass off in a bunch of games. I just don't think he gets the credit. Uh, it's nice now because he really – that trio, even some. like, I know he had a couple rough games, but he had a hell of a season too to a point where, like, you could make the argument maybe he should have had some consideration i don't think maybe over emerson but i think maybe he should have at least had his name thrown in there
2: no i i completely agree i thought he would at least be an alternate also yeah um i think margaret emerson told us he was like this defense he's like i don't think people know yeah like of, about this defense like he like we're flying so far under the radar i don't think people realize how good we're going to be um and then all we did he was, was 100 right yes took the lead by storm um I have seen some comments in here they want to know if we're gonna talk about who we want to play in first round of the playoffs that's definitely on the agenda we're gonna be getting to that shortly so stay tuned um but no I thought Martin Emerson would definitely make it uh I think it was JOK an alternate yes I hundred he should have just been in yeah yeah that dude is for that I mean who. I know. I, I guess they don't want to – I mean, I've definitely seen teams have like seven pro bowlers before. Like the Browns definitely could have had seven pro bowlers. We have the number one defense in the league, us, the Ravens, and the 49ers. So put all put all these guys in there. Like that's – it's it's whatever. But JLK is playing like one of the best linebackers in football. Like no doubt. Yes, he is.
0: Man, the way he flies to the ball, it's just – he's so much fun to watch this year. And, you know, he was the guy we highlighted in the offseason as – In this Jim Schwartz defense behind this new defensive line as a guy who could really break out this season, and he has.
2: Yeah. So, that's, was there any other snubs you guys thought off our team? Those were the the three biggest ones for me.
0: I know a lot of people were saying Joe Flacco just probably joking around. Uh, Tyler only made it last year with what, two touchdowns and three picks. So, yeah, but that was stupid.
2: I know. He made it on like a bunch of what, technicalities yeah. i just don't think he just didn't play enough in my opinion no i am right. just kidding but but still so um yeah i do want to talk about the, the playoff thing Though a lot of people are talking asking about that so get this game out of the way first round of the playoffs who do you guys want to see round one between jacksonville houston and the colts you want me to start this off uh,
3: please god let it be jacksonville I feel like they are a team that is just very – they kind of just feel very unorganized right now. You got a banged-up Trevor Lawrence. They got – don't go wrong. They got weapons. They they have a nice offense when it's all together, but I feel like they're just coming in just – they're just stumbling. Like, they're just praying to God that they can get through this weekend and somehow get a division title and then, hey, let's try to see what we do in the playoffs. I There's only one team that I'm – I don't want to like snub the Colts and say that I don't think that they're that great either, but Houston makes me a little nervous. I don't know if I want to see CJ Stroud in that like a revenge game, like, you know, like that he had to sit out. I don't, I don't know if I want to see them. I think we can beat them, but I think that's our toughest task. I think, I think it would be Jacksonville would be the road easiest traveled as, however they say, you know what I mean?
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if the Jags lose, the Colts and Texans are going to beat the crap out of each other uh, Sunday night so with the Colts I feel like on paper they have the worst quarterback but they put up like 37 or 38 against our first string defense Um, that would also be the shortest distance to travel which is something you might want to keep in mind but man I just I'm kind of with you on Jacksonville they just don't scare me even though I feel like they should they should for sure yeah, I think the Texans are definitely the team I don't want to play,
0: right? Without a doubt. And well, I guess I'll just go ahead and make that three for three. I'd rather play Jacksonville than the other two. I know we've beaten all three, beaten all four. The AFC South was our our little brothers this definitely. year, but. Kevin Stefanski's never lost to the AFC South. Well, that's good. To just know. a little, that's just a little fun fact. I just, I, I agree with a lot what, what you said. Justin was what I was going to point out. I mean, Trevor Lawrence. I don't think he's playing this week. He's already been ruled out. Bang, dumb. <laughs> I think
3: he's qu- game time decision questionable, oh, is it game but time? okay. Yeah, but either him, way. Uh, yeah, him, Kirk, and I. Even though Kirk's on the IR, he's technically uh, questionable. And there's one more. Uh, I can't think of it off the top of my head. Just, just
0: fantasy stuff. I just feel like that's a, a defense that we can go down to Jacksonville Joe Flacco can light them up I think our defense can do enough they're hindered that's who I'd want to see the Colts do scare me just because of their potential to put up points and the way that they ran all over us the first time and that was without Jonathan Taylor and I'd really rather just not see CJ Stroud I I just a rookie in his first ever playoff game okay cool but this is not your typical rookie
2: um I uh I don't want to give anybody bulletin board material, so I don't want to say we want Jacksonville because then if the worst thing happens and we lost, we got to hear, be careful what you wish for and all that stuff. But if I am if I have to pick a team, Jacksonville is who I would want to see for a couple reasons. You guys talked about the one. They're banged up. And you know Trevor Lawrence is at 100%. If Christian Kirk does come back, he's going to be coming off a four or five-week rest. You don't know if he's going to be 100%. Um, another huge thing – I feel like that would be the best atmosphere for us. I yeah. feel like that would basically be a home game down in, in Florida. Uh, so, don't think would be a home game? No, because they actually care about their football team. <laughs> uh, the, I mean, there's probably more Browns fans that live in Jacksonville than there is Jacksonville fans. That's true. Everyone in um, Ohio goes to Florida. Like that's Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like that would be the best atmosphere. I personally feel like the toughest atmosphere would be Houston. Uh, in terms of, they didn't expect to be here. They got their rookie quarterback. Like their their fans are going to be like us a little bit in terms of, like just be going crazy because they're somewhere where they maybe didn't think they were going to be. But in terms of scariest team for us to play, in my opinion, it's the Colts. Mm. Uh, I think we can score on all their defenses, but. I think so. When I was looking at this, I said, "Which one of these teams has this, the best offensive coordinator?" And it's an or slash offensive head coach, and it's the Colts. And then, to be honest, it's not even really close. Shane Steichen is going to be competing with Kevin Stefanski for coach of the year. Um, we we run man. That's what we do. And the last time we played the Colts, they ran a ton of pre snap motion uh in and, and stuff like that to get us out of me and, and we had to play a lot more zone in that game and they shredded us because of it. Now I would I would expect Jim Schwartz to have some kind of counter to that, but Shane Steichen is going to have a counter to that counter. Um they got weapons. Gardner Minshew is definitely not as good as CJ Stroud or Jackson or uh Trevor Lawrence, but he's perfectly capable of playing good football. Um Especially with like again with a guy like Steichen calling the plays, I feel like uh, Lucas Oil will be loud. It's a, uh, the dome; it'll be a rough uh, environment. Like Josh said, they ran all over us, and that was without Jordan, uh, Jonathan Taylor. So, to me, the Colts is the game. That's the team I don't want to see. That's the team I would see us potentially having the the most issues defensively. Uh, second would be the Texans. Because even though we just kind of steamrolled them, we weren't facing. We're not going to face Case Keenum and Davis Mills. Uh, so to me, it's it's Jacksonville. I think it's the friendliest environment for us to go down and play in. Uh, and I just think with the way they're banged up, like with, they're kind of limping into the playoffs in terms of, uh, uh, and we're you know as we're peeking into the playoffs so to speak. So that's just kind of my thought process. I'm not afraid of anybody. I think we can go into any one of these places and get the win. I almost feel like the Browns are going to be favored. On the road, probably. Uh, but I think matchup to matchup, Jacksonville is where I would want to be. Yep. Couldn't agree more. Uh, so, any uh, did we miss anything here, uh, chat? I appreciate think, I just want to highlight, uh,
0: DF is in the chat. He said, this dude, Justin, still hung over from Thursday Night Football. <laughs> Rocking not
3: That Ben... Been wearing shades for uh, like three weeks now. Just, just what we do now. Just <laughs> I, haven't lost, I haven't lost. I haven't lot We haven't lost since I put the shades on. So these shades, you'll never know. You'll never know if I'm hungover or not. I'm wearing shades. I'm, this there is what we're go. doing right now. shout One of the- out to
5: Jonathan Finney in the chat right now.
3: Yo, <laughs> shout him out.
2: It's always good to see
3: Jonathan Finney. I love me some Jonathan Finney. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, uh, no, he was right. We didn't get good QB play against the Colts, and we we're still able to put up a bunch of points on them. Which would so I feel like that game could be a shootout. They're just they're offensively. They just scare me the most in terms of scheme. I just think they have the best offensive mind and uh, to to call plays against the defense. Yeah. Um, Doug Peterson's obviously a good offensive coach, and C.J. Stroud is making whoever's calling plays for the Texans. I don't know enough about them. Look very good, uh, but just scheme wise, schematic. Our run defense isn't great on the road this year so far, and Jonathan Taylor would probably be the best running back we'd face on the road, him or ETN. So, uh, yeah, I, again, I think we can beat any of them, but I just think matchup-wise, Jacksonville's definitely the the better matchup for us. Yeah, I agree.
0: Uh, real quick then, before we do wrap things up, though, I wanted to shout out Devontae Travis in the chat as well. He did his first, he jumped on an episode with me earlier this week because he's also a Philadelphia Eagles fan along with a Cleveland Browns fan. So I wanted to get his perspective on what he remembers from going through the Nick Foles stepping into the starting role and leading the Eagles to a Super Bowl and how that compares to what he's seeing right now with Joe Flacco and the Browns. So if you haven't seen that episode, go check it out. It was pretty cool. He's got a lot of good insight
2: cool yeah we love seeing uh we get to have these dog pack members jump in and do uh content with us it's fun and if you like doing that kind of stuff join the dog pack get in there suck up to us tell us how cool you are <laughs> <laughs> and maybe we'll <laughs> end up and say it sometime right yeah yeah <clears throat> but uh no i think we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up we appreciate you guys being here hanging out with us on a friday night uh Hopefully we got a few more of these lives up our sleeves for the season. I mean, the Browns are still winning. Uh, Can't wait for two weeks from now, Uh, but we're going to get through this week. Have a nice, casual, relaxing uh, Sunday. Watch other teams battle for their playoff lives. We don't have to worry about that, and it feels very good. Uh, We appreciate you guys being here. We will hopefully see you guys talking about... A uh, a little victory Monday, and hopefully talk more about the playoff matchup once we know our opponent. A lot of dropping in the comments when you watch this episode. Who do you guys want to see uh, in the wild card round? Who do you think gives us the best chance to move into that divisional round? Again, if you want to get your voicemails on the show, head to thedogspodcast.com. Just tap leave voicemail on the drop-down menu. We love hearing you guys' voicemails, and I just remembered we have a Kenny Mack voicemail. Oh, shoot, we do, don't we? (laughs) Well, we can't. We
0: can't. Kenny Mac, Drew, we need to play. Go ahead. We'll close out with this.
1: You guys, it's Kenny Mac, and congrats to all our Pro Bowlers. We're sitting there talking to Josh, I couldn't believe that we'd get more than eight, but hell, we got eight, ten. Where are we had eleven now, but I like to report a crime in progress. The perpetrator looks like a shield. It's got a couple letters on it: NFL, and it's got eight stars on it, and it stole from our boy Martin Emerson Jr. Can't believe he's not on the Pro Bowl. D Hop, I mean, well, he had better statistics, but Tucker's Tucker and J.O.K., man. Well, like, come on. Like, I guess he's a hybrid and they don't, they're too lazy to put him somewhere. So hopefully those guys make all pro, but we'll see what happens. Um, as far as arrest, Bengals, I mean, they're going to be sore losers. They're going to want to blow us out. And I'm looking forward to seeing Sayaki Ika, Maguire. I think Pierre Strong's going to go off. They got the 26th rated rush defense, so I'm looking for him to get 20 carries, probably 30 touches overall. Finally, the all about uh, Schwartz there. I, I listen to Presser. I'm not too worried. He always aspired to be the best, and being a head coach in his profession, as high as you can go, I don't think he's going to go there, but give me your thoughts. Let's go, Brownies. We're in the playoffs. Ooh, 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 ooh.
2: Oh, oh, oh. I think that is one very good thing to. Before we wrap up, I'm not worried about Jim Schwartz leaving. Knock on wood, but I'm just not. He said you always aspire to be the top of your. Again, I'd love to be the CEO of my company. I'm not applying for that job. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like in a perfect world, it'd be cool to be the CEO, but I don't think I want to be the CEO. You know, I think he's very happy where he is. I think they asked him the question and he answered it. You know, honestly, and he answered it professionally. But I'm not worried. I'm just I'm just not worried about him leaving.
0: No, I mean you don't want to just come out and say no. I never want to head you know be a head coach again. Yeah, if, <laughs> if a team's going to come and say, well, here we'll pay you, and you know blow away money, but no, I think I think he's sticking around. He loves it here. He loves the culture. He mentioned Stefanski, the front office. You know the Haslam's. I mean, it, this is this is now we've talked about it. We've detailed, it, put out videos. This is a legit NFL franchise now, and it's a good place to be.
2: Yep. So. Well, again, I'm not going to do the whole closing spiel again because you guys already heard it once. We appreciate your guys' voicemails, Kenny Mack. I'm sorry that we almost forgot you. It'll never happen again. I promise. Thank you guys for being here. We'll see you guys on Monday talking about this Bengals matchup, and we will have an unknown opponent for Week One of the playoffs. We can't wait to get into everything. Have a good weekend. Stay safe and go Browns.